welcome back to the Any Given Thursday podcast with you on our new record day, Saturday. Um, I'm going to post this on Sunday, David. It's our wow. new time. Midnight? It's our new time. We've adjusted the format. What a great um, way to start the week with yeah. the episode of Any Given Thursday. Indeed, indeed. You have all of Sunday to listen to it. Um, you could listen to it Monday. You could listen to it Tuesday. Yeah. You could listen to it Wednesday. There's probably going to be some games starting then, so you might want to listen to it by kickoff Wednesday. But fuck it, if your team's not playing till Thursday, listen to it Thursday. I don't give yeah. a shit. Uh, this week, there are no Wednesday games either. So oh, everything's great. on Thursday. That's tremendous. That's you how it should be. You have to listen to it. That's how Perfect. it should be. Um. Anyway, we love these competitions. And we got a reminder as to why this week, as we sort of ho-hummed our way through a bunch of predictions of larger teams, better teams on paper, beating worse teams on paper. And, you know... We sort of paid the price for that. Um, we we have a reminder why the conference league in particular is so exciting and unpredictable. Um, but why don't we start with the Europa League? Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah, what were some of your favorite games from this late, David? A little less exciting and and uh, dramatic than the conference league, it must be said. Yeah, there weren't that many big shocks in the Europa League. Probably the biggest one, which at this point. Calling it a shock feels repetitive. Feels like we're beating the horse here. It does. Uh, Key Klocksvik at home got another draw. They haven't lost at home. They have not lost at home. They did concede at home for the first time to Sheriff. Finished 1-1. But, you know, Key were, for large portions of the game, a substantially better team than Sheriff, which... Yeah. And this wasn't like a smash and grab situation. It was was an outplaying you yeah. would even say. Yeah, and outside of the second leg against Baring Faro, it's probably the first time that we've seen Key for, like, long stretches of a game look the better team. They had more possession. Yeah. Isn't and that crazy? That is crazy. <laughs> against a team that's... More shots kind of, on target. Kind of the key of a few years ago, Sheriff, right? When they kind of burst through into the Champions League and got that shock well, result against Real. Let's see, how, let's see Key I mean, in the playing Real Madrid. Night. Yeah. That's the next goal. Well, I'm saying, like, Sheriff obviously started from yeah. higher... Yeah, a yeah, higher baseline, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, so it was interesting, I think, to see Kiev against a team that would be more, I guess the public perception would be a little lower for a Moldovan team than a Swedish team, a Norwegian team, or Ferenc Varos. But yeah, they definitely looked all the part of a team that had just fallen out of the Champions League and looked like they could cause some serious problems. I don't really even anybody. get these guys. like Mostly from the Faroe Islands, I assume. Crazy. No, they have a guy from Ivory Coast starting up front. Yeah, they have a Serbian in midfield. Lukasi. It's what I'm saying. Like, we're there is uh, good Danish. Well, the Danish makes Norwegian. sense. Norwegian. Those make sense. Faroese. Right? There we go. Faroese. There we go. Faroese. There we go. Faroese. There we go. Yeah, they're doing it with a lot of lot of homegrown lads. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Swede. A Swede for you. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I, I don't know how a guy from Ivory Coast ends up on the Faroe Islands. What a what a strange uh, cultural I, adjustment that yeah. would be. I do wonder what like your career trajectory looks like. Although to be fair, he did play in Norway mm, before, so maybe okay. that's the connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had Stabek too, who are not what a do you small think, team. They're in the what top. What do you think you get now. paid as a member of Key Classic? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure their goalkeeper was on an amateur contract before he came to Key. Right, because mm-hmm. he was playing over in Sweden, mm-hmm. like the fourth tier or third or fourth tier as Jeez. a center back. Jeez. Then he comes to key and he's the starting goalkeeper on a team that's, you know, competing in Europe and going to be in yeah. a group stage. So I don't know how much they make, but it can't be much if they're drawing from amateur players. This might be a good sign for the Faroese national team. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're gonna maybe they're gonna push on and make you know the World Cup. Yeah, and now that every country in the world makes the World Cup. Yeah, probably easier to make the World Cup than the Euros right now. Yeah, honestly. Unless you're Italian. Yeah. <laughs> but, and beat the hey, don't, don't don't feel bad. You could miss the Euros, too. You, you're right, we could. You already <laughs> lost first place to England. You could probably you could probably miss out. You got Ukraine in your group. Aren't we? Um, I'm pretty sure. That was an exaggeration. Italy and England are, like, neck and neck for that. It was an exaggeration. Yeah. But they beat you at home, so. Uh yeah, but whatever. It's Italy have only played two games uh, out of now nah, you're fucked. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, behind your brain. It is a group. it's so shockingly tough. This We're off track. The point, but yeah. We're off track. Anyway, Faroe Islands, can they do it and, in Moldova next week? Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not? We've every time they've gone on the road, we said, Oh, this is probably it. And 
almost every time we've been wrong. They, so yeah, they've almost not. It's almost not been it. Yeah. Um. They. I think wouldn't be surprised to see like another one-one draw, uh, in Tiras Bowl and maybe see this go go the distance. Mm-hmm. Um, toss up for me. Um, elsewhere, Union Saint Joas um continued their love affair with the Europa League. They beat Lugano 2-0, but it wasn't as comfortable as it may seem. They, uh, I thought it was a pretty even game from what I could tell. Um, you know, similar statistics. Lugano missed a couple of big chances that had a goal ruled off for offside. Um, this game, it could have, same, but the same could be said for USG. It could have finished 4-0, it could have finished 2-1 Lugano, you know. Mm-hmm. One of those games. But in the end of the day, they got their result at home. Um, I think the away fixture is going to be a little tough for them. Um, just be a matter if they could maybe pick up an away goal and hold on. Yeah. Um, you know, they're much changed from the team we we followed last season. Um, so I think they're still making a little bit of an adjustment on the pitch. They have a Madagascar in left That's fun. Yeah. left um, midfield slash, you know, wing back now. That's mm-hmm. kind of fun. Um, yeah, you know, they lost uh well, we've talked about this to death, so. Tuma, yeah, yeah, but um one of the big signings that they made over the summer, in addition to keeping Burgess, which I think was huge, is mm-hmm. that they brought in McAllister, mm-hmm. uh, famed brother of Patricio McAllister. Yeah. Who's also, also happens to be a, a brother of Alexis McAllister on Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. But he's a center back, and he has gotten off to a great start. Are they and, twins? Are they the same age? I don't know. How old is Alexis McAllister? He's either 24 or 25. Okay. Maybe they're, 25. maybe they're just Irish twins. Yeah. Fun. That's fun. You should say that because Kevin was man of the match. I know. I was. Yeah. yeah. It's not his first man of the match either for them in only a few games. So he's been it's excited. Really hit the ground running. That's huge for them because back line was one of the spots that sometimes mm-hmm. showed a little weakness last year, and being able to address that if they can find a Boniface replacement up top. Mm-hmm. And Eckert has been pretty good since coming back. But you know, it could be could be a good team there. Yeah. Uh, other other large clubs. Ajax brushed aside Ludogorets uh, on the road 4-1. It's a hat trick for Kudus, who I'm surprised is still on the team because mm-hmm. uh, the Vultures have been circling all summer. Um, pretty solid performance, although um, a pen helped juice Ludogorets XG to being higher than Ajax's. I don't but, know. That yeah. didn't really pass the eye test for me. What we should say about Kudus is it does look like he is set to join West Ham. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like that's... I've heard that for weeks though. Yeah, but Thad tweeted it recently. So oh, that's usually shit. a good sign. Well, this was a this would be a good way to leave them off mm-hmm. if you can get them through this tie first. Yep, set um, them up well for the rest of the team um, to carry over. Slavia Prague took care of business at home 2-0 against Zoria, but they left it late for themselves. Um, they had 27 shots to five. Um we had uh Olympiakos continuing our Greek resurgence mm-hmm. that we've seen a bit of here. Um they beat Kukuriki at home 3-1, but a late Kukuriki uh goal in the 93rd maybe it gives them a little confidence that they can try to overturn that um any other results stick out to you bratislava over eris 2-1 karabag um beating olympia lubiana on the road 2-0 dinamo zagreb 3-1 over sparta prague that was maybe felt like a toss-up yeah that was i mean those are two relatively prominent names to be meeting at this stage and mm-hmm. was a looked like it was a pretty fun game. I didn't watch it live. Looked like Z- Z- you got to be a little selective. Yeah. Right now. Zagram had the, had the most of the ball and the chances to be fair. Sparta only had three shots. One of them was a penalty, which they scored. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, One thing you might be uh, intrigued about is hack and Aberdeen for two reasons. One, because the Scottish teams are fun that yeah. aren't Rangers and Celtic. And two, do. because Hacken lost to Keys <laughs> in quality in European qualification. Um, and uh, so it's really hard to say how good they are. Um, yeah. But these teams seem meant for each other. They drew 2-2. Um, Aberdeen will be thrilled with that on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like they just about matched each other's um, attacking output. And uh, it should be another fun one we should pay attention to on Thursday, I think. The atmosphere is probably mm-hmm. going to be really cool there. Mm-hmm. What was the last time Aberdeen had like a proper European night, you know? Oh, it's got to be a while ago. Got, I mean, they've been in Europe. I just don't know if they've well, like we said last year, pre-conference been, league, right? Yeah, it'd been almost ten to fifteen years. I can't remember the exact number of years, but it'd been a long time since a Scottish team that wasn't Rangers or Celtic, yeah, had been in a group stage until last year. Now that 
yeah they come in in this round they automatically make a group right. stage thanks to rangers uh, and making almost winning the europa league and celtic mm-hmm. making the champions and groups yeah um so that their their buddies up for success here as we can see uh we also have a scottish team in the conference league this will about. be a good transition but yeah the scottish teams just the lack of depth in the league over yeah it's a big problem outside of celtic and rangers has been a huge <laughs> problem but now that you have a team guaranteed for a group stage you can really disperse that money yeah especially because when you drop down to the conference league they're losing five one five nil yes yeah they're getting embarrassed by english teams that they used to be mm-hmm. almost as good as yeah and uh but yeah, it's a good it's it's a good thing long term for them. Yeah, obviously, like Aberdeen has finished third plenty of times in the last ten years and qualified for qualification. But yes. you know, when you're when originally you're trying to get into the Europa League, it's not so easy. The Conference League opens up so many worlds for these teams. Mm. Um, yeah, but speaking of speaking of those Scottish teams, why don't we hop drop down to the Conference League here and talk about the first game, which was earlier in the week, uh, and saw Villa traveling to uh to edinburgh to absolutely demolish hibs yeah that's putting it lightly i i feel like like they were in it for about 10 minutes yes i was gonna say the first i was like i was like oh hibs have a little then watkins scored and then watkins scored again and watkins scored a third time yeah and it was over. then he almost scored a fourth time yeah the tie was over very very quickly uh hibs looked completely incompetent defensively too mm-hmm. i thought that was the biggest issue but i know they didn't score so we can't really like credit their attack but um it was i feel for them a little bit it was too, really rough. this is just about as bad a draw as you could hope for you know uh yeah. i mean it probably is <laughs> probably not there isn't probably a worse draw than this for them and yeah because at least with the other big league teams yeah they have to fly to scotland <laughs> yeah and i like, mean it's either this Aston or Fiorentina are the teams you wouldn't want aston villa can take a train up the day of and feel <laughs> totally rested and fine they can sleep at yeah. home like this yeah. was the worst of the worst for draws i yeah. think for him and probably best of the best for villa yeah yeah uh, yeah we'll talk about i think a little bit later on like the travel and leaving the country yeah. a little bit but sure. this is barely yeah. over the border villa is that. obviously a favorite to win this competition at this stage and they look really good right now mm-hmm. um i still feel like they're i mean i guess they did bring in that 19 year old striker um yes. to back up watkins but it feels like that's one position that feels like i mean I, I, yeah john he's young. john duran who yeah i mean not to disrail our conversation or derail our conversation but disrail yeah chicago fire really good at pumping out players and they staying sure are quite bad at the mls level yeah fire collected a nice chunk of change from a couple of players mm-hmm. in the in the last few years but and then continue to do nothing with it mm-hmm. um except for pay shakiri um and continue to be 10th in the uh, eastern conference of the mls um let's go to some other exciting affairs in the conference league uh, yeah, we we should say the other Wednesday game, the other uh, early game was Spartak Trnava right. against a Dnipro 1, mm. and that ended 1-1. But if you're Dnipro 1, you're probably not too, too concerned because it was on the road. Uh, so They don't have a home. but Yeah, other than... and they had a fifth-minute red card. So oh, they surviving, did? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Surviving all that and they coming did back find, for yeah. a quote-unquote home game they in should the second be all right, leg, yeah. you got to feel pretty confident. They should be all right. Um, oh, I'm sorry. They also got a second red card. Oh my god! In the 59th, but I think it was a player uh, who had just sent off. Yeah, yeah or somebody off the yeah. bench. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, what else is exciting is some of the upsets and surprise results we had on Thursday in the Conference League. Um, starting with Osasuna one, two Club Brugge. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, Osasuna went through that whole ordeal, even getting to this point where they're allowed to play in the competition, something we talked about on the pod last week. Um, and it was basically a whole summer long debacle. Um, and so ending ending the run by losing to Bruga, if they go out next week, would be a real come down. Oh, yeah. Um, especially because it's been forever since they've been in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to they have to dig deep next week because that would be a that would be a huge missed opportunity for them as a club um to get European nights to get big you know loss of potential economic revenue mm-hmm. um could be really significant not easy to finish in the top seven again in Spain no um, yeah Spain is a lot like seventh is attainable mm-hmm. but it's 
gonna it's difficult um yeah spain is a lot like italy where you just have the, basically the number of european spots is filled up by the teams that do it every year mm-hmm. and it's not like england there's typically you know one mid-table team that's able to get that last spot germany's the same way but you know in spain and italy it's pretty much the same team at every the moment, year so yeah at this point with yeah, Betis so and be, Sociedad and Villarreal being strong. It'll be tough for Osasuna to be able to yeah. replicate that feat. So it's tough. And it's like, and also it's just like the simple thing that like, if you're a top five side and you get into this competition, you have a chance to win it. You know, if, if you're in the group stage, West Ham last year, um, you know, you have a chance. Yeah. Um, and this would be a, just a huge waste, especially because Bruga has been so bad the last 18 months uh they weren't i wouldn't say they, they didn't look bad but they only had three shots and they scored on two of them yeah um so osuna may feel a little hard done but at the same time after they scored their equalizer they immediately conceded it to kuiper um which was a really nice finish but just like terrible marking terrible defending and like you gotta, switched off you gotta keep your head on yeah um, so they're gonna have to dig deep next week and see what see what they're capable of having not played at this type of stage before the crowd's going to be rocking should be interesting i think they can definitely do it yeah i mean the um, other thing is so you mentioned club Brugge haven't been great over the last 18 months which is yeah. true but when you compare it over. to the other teams that you can draw in this conference league round this is yeah, a, a very very strong team it's a shit deal they're coming from the belgian league which is one of the best in this round you're facing a team that was last year in the champions league even though some changeover yes but still a lot of guys with european experience you have yeah international players you have i mean they were great in the, in the group stage in the Champions League too. yeah so um, they just completely fell apart after that after mm-hmm. that group stage um but yeah tons of turnover but minule is uh as strong as you like for his age he's like 35 now mm-hmm. um enjoying a career renaissance um it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be a big ask for them they can do it for sure but it's gonna be a big ask and they have tough. to yeah it's not a place i would want to go when i'm already down a goal too yeah i'm yeah. not gonna feel great about it um should mention from a another team that North American up. perspective oh, though. Yeah. Uh seeing Tajan Buchanan. Oh yeah. Really, really strong. Yeah, that's it's, a, good, it's sign. a good, sign for, good sign for CONCACAF. <clears throat> Excuse me. Another team that fucked up his home at home is AZ Alkmaar, a semifinalist in the competition last year. Um, I think they had some sort of uh stadium limit because of uh taking yeah. on Nolsey. Yeah. In the <laughs> losing to Nolsey. Losing to Nol hundred B Nolsey. Yeah. Um uh, they drew 1-1 to Norwegian side Braun. If you're not that familiar with Braun, um, in 2021, they were relegated to the second division and played and came back up in 2022. How then, you might ask, are they in a European competition? Is this a Luxembourgian situation? Or sorry, not a Luxembourgian. A Liechtensteinian. Uh, Liechtensteinian yeah. situation. If your micro-nation starting That's... with L, correct, natural. <laughs> no, because Braun, while still in the second tier won the Norwegian Cup, thus qualifying them for Europe. Um, So, granted, they look pretty good in the first division again this year, so it's not like this is some... I mean, but it's still a pretty pretty unique feat um, for European side, and especially to go into a team as strong as Alkmaar, you know, who finished fourth, a strong fourth in the Netherlands last year, and pretty much every year, or fourth or fifth. And we're, you know, nearly we're in the finals of the same competition. To go in and draw 1-1, pretty remarkable. And they looked the part, too. Um, it wasn't like they got crazy outplayed. They had seven shots on target to Alkmaar's nine. Like, it was a pretty even game. Um, Braun looked really entertaining also to watch. They they play some exciting stuff on occasion. And uh, would not be surprised to see them pull, pull the upset next week and, and knock out knock out the Dutch side. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so definitely a disappointing result for Azed. And it's one of those things where the conference league starting before the transfer window over is over. It really does hurt some of these like mid-league teams or mid-level mm-hmm. league teams. So like the Dutch and the Belgians can sometimes have trouble mm-hmm. just doing it a second year in a row. I mean, Azed lost a bunch of key players, Grinders, Carlson, Kirkes, all gone. Uh, so like yeah it, it, and they all get be, poached like sometimes like later into the window and they're hard yeah, to replace once those like top team once the yeah. top level players move and then Brenders was they're making their replacement one of the best midfielders in the league last year yeah he's starting for milan now. like that shows you what the quality that he had and yeah. kirk has i mean was 
huge prospect. Everybody fell in love with him last year mm-hmm. in this competition. So losing guys like that, especially because he scored. Cards, did he in, this weekend? Uh, or? Yeah. No, the, on Thursday. For, uh, what should, what's him call it? Oh. Um, what team is he on? Kirkes? Yeah, quick, look it up. He moved to the Premier League. Uh, are we thinking of a different Kirkes? I think you're thinking of a different Kirkes. Oh. Right? Kirkes moved to like Brentford or something. Not Brentford. Bournemouth. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, other, yeah. sorry, you got your microstates confused. Yeah. I got my Premier League yeah, yeah, yeah. teams. Fair, fair, fair. Confused, Let's confused. start with B. Confused. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of a different Kirkes. You're right. You're right. Uh, let's move past it. But yeah, so just because it comes so late in the window, Ozed have not, in my opinion, fully been able to replace these guys yet. Yeah. And they definitely need to address that before the window closes, or it could be a relatively rough uh, Dutch campaign for them. Yeah. Uh, on that point, Fenerbahce 5, 21. Uh, yeah, speaking of Dutch. <laughs> this is tough. This is tough. Uh, I will say this looked like a pretty even game. Until Yuri Rager's 41st minute red card mm-hmm. that turned the game on its head. Uh, Twente had gone up 1 0 um, and had a uh, basically a point blank shot save that would have put him up to. Um, so this could have been a very different game. Um, instead, Fenerbahce equalized straight red card for a, for a high boot tackle, um, worthy red card. And then, you know, Fenerbahce really start growing into the game in the second half. Uh, Sebastian Szymanski gives them the lead. And then as soon as that goal goes in, Twente are completely fall apart. They, for whatever reason, they were not able to keep their composure. If they go, if they lose 2-3-1, completely doable going back to the Eredivisie. But they completely lost their heads. Uh, They... And they started conceding like wildfire. Uh, it ends five one. Um, we'll say Fenerbahce looked really exciting and fun those last thirty minutes, but I don't know how much to attribute that to Twente losing their heads. They do have some fun players, Fenerbahce these days, like Batshuayi. Um, they obviously added Dusan Tadic, who you know is thirty four, but um, still for the Turkish very league, very talented player. Um, yeah, they added Fred this summer. Um, we're this is a good fit for him, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks like uh, <laughs> he looks like Ronaldinho out there <laughs> for for in in Turkey. Um, Szymanski is obviously good. He's uh, dude. I totally missed that transfer this summer. Szymanski going yeah, to Fenerbahce. I whatever, knew whatever he was. Is, yeah, Szymanski. I knew he was on loan. Szymanski or Szymanski? I don't know. I think it's Szymanski. Szymanski. I knew he was on loan. Anyway, Feyenoord. It was only twenty four. Yeah, that's. I totally missed him. He was great for Feyenoord last year. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. End up mm-hmm. on Fenerbahce, but mm-hmm. um, also they brought in Molder over the summer, who is still relatively young from Sassuolo, didn't have a great time there, but was yeah. a huge prospect when he went over there. So maybe they can re- revive a career out of him. I mean, so how about Ryan Kent? Yeah, right. the English forward. I didn't expect to see him there either. Mm-hmm. And then of course they're bringing Ed and Jekyll off the bench. So it's like suddenly, you're, suddenly it's like a pretty intriguing, uh, pretty intriguing side. Fenerbahce have going here. I wouldn't be surprised if they were like um, one of the more competitive teams in the conference league yeah. um, because they have the shit wrapped up now. Twente could have kept it close. They didn't. You got to feel for them. This is going to be the second straight year. They drew like a really mm. shitty tough opponent. conference league playoff opponent. Last year it was Fiorentina. Um, mm. And they're just not, I mean, they're, and they're like close, you know, but yeah. not quite on that level. It is crazy that Fenerbahce are bringing a player who started the Champions League final yeah. off their bench in a Conference League qualifier right now. Yeah. That's yeah. Jekko obviously being the player I'm referring to. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, I was a little surprised he went there because, like, he's not going to play ahead of Batch Y. Batch Y is yeah. the guy. Yeah. Uh, but maybe that's why. Maybe I mean, he's old. He just wants yeah. to hang around in Istanbul all day. The nice Who place. knows? Um, other interesting results, Nordschland beat the shit out of Partizan. Yeah. Uh, 5-0 and worth every cent, to be honest. Uh, I watched the in-depth highlights of this and it could have been worse for Partizan. They were getting absolutely hammered. Um, two of them were penalties, but they, Nordschland hit the post twice. That was point blank saves. Um, it was ugly for Partizan. Very ugly. And, uh. They're dead and buried. I will say, I thought this was going to be a tight one, but Partizan's pedigree alone, you know, you sort of figure that, that they would they would edge as favorites was not the case. No. 
Uh, they Clearly didn't look not. the part at all. They got battered, and they're about to miss out on Europe altogether, which is, you know, when you have the Conference League, partisan, unless you got a really shitty draw like Fiorentina or something, you shouldn't really be missing out. Um, mm. But it's funny, I bring up Fiorentina, isn't it? It is funny you bring up your. You want to talk about them? I do want to say one quick thing about uh, the Norwegian teams because I mean we talked about just like also mentioned the Turkish teams. Turkey mm-hmm. has been great in qualifying so far. Mm-hmm. You know how the top two coefficient nations now get an extra spot in the Champions League. Turkey's currently number one. Mm-hmm. We'll see if they can hold it because obviously most of the big nations haven't really started their European campaigns. But uh, the Scandinavian leagues as as a whole have done awful this year, but Norway over the last round has kind of saved themselves and it looks like they're going to put a few. I was going to say the Nordic, it's been a good round for the Nordics. Yeah. They're between, I mean, all of them really, Mm -hmm. the Norwegians have done well, obviously the Faroese. Yeah. I mean, I I was kind of excluding the Faroese. Yeah. I was thinking thinking like more Nordic. Sweden and Denmark have both had not great qualifiers Mm -hmm. so far. And Norway is kind of waving that Scandinavian flag right now. How about that? Yeah. Um, Um, But yeah, we'll talk about uh we can move down to Fiorentina. Let's go to Rapid VN one. Nil Fiorentina. Fiorentina insists on always doing things in the most difficult way possible. They can't just go to Rapid and win, um, or even get a draw. And you know, Rapid didn't have a lot going for them going forward. Um, their goal came through a penalty. Um, and Fiorentina did the thing we saw at the lot of the fall last year. Mm-hmm. They passed the ball around and they can't finish the ball. Yep. Um, uh yeah, this is another one for Fiorentina. It's just it's frustrating to watch them sometimes because yeah. they'll look really, really good, and then the end product just sometimes evaporates and isn't there. Yeah, uh, Brecolo looks like he's just Ikone, but <laughs> two point um, And then they brought in Mbalanzola mm-hmm. as their center forward from Spezia. He's a good player, but it's just I don't think he really fits that well with this. Fiorentina squad and they're I think they're going to need Lucas Beltran to hit the ground running if they want to have a chance at qualifying in the top seven of Italy this season but Rapid Vienna defended super well uh, really frustrated Fiorentina uh, last year they were very inconsistent in qualifiers and in the group stage and in the playoffs and in Syria <laughs> but I don't know if I ever watched them get as frustrated as they were in this game. And I know they're going to point fingers to the referee. I mean, yeah. Bonaventura got a yellow card for dissent, which is very, very rare. Uh, right. So like, he, he's he, frustrated. You know, the you team should, is struggling. You should have seen what he did. He like, did you see his? Like, yeah. He like, slammed he the went, ball ah. to the full he Italian. He did the full Italian. Bit. I took a video of it, actually, when double, I was watching the highlights. because It was so funny. Double fisting it, too. He went full bippity boppity. And uh, yeah, but if even a guy like Bonaventura is kind of losing his cool and losing his head, then you know that there was mental issues that day for Fiorentina. That when that happened, I was like, "Oh, they're not coming back." Maybe someone threw a vape at him. Yeah, <laughs> I was like they're not coming back in this game. Uh, it was over. I do want to. Dodo didn't look very good either. Dodo, which must be frustrating. Fiorentina, you kept him along. You kind of showed faith in him after not his best season last year. So need him to step up. And then the penalty. I get why they would be frustrated with the referee, but. It's a clear penalty. No one to blame but yourself. Yeah. Like he, I can't remember who got the penalty called against them, but they were just grabbing on to uh, the rapid player on the corner. Like it was super obvious. Of course, the referee is going to call it when you kind of, when you make it that obvious. But yeah. very frustrating for us from Fiorentina, but they've been in this situation before. They've had their backs against the wall many times. And they'll probably in the, in the second minute at the start of the next game and then win 14. Yeah. So uh, I won't doubt them. We'll say credit to the rapid support. It's one of the best atmospheres really in Europe. Um, both them and their heated rivals um, have some of the best showings, I think. Um, and that crowd was really fun. They packed the place. Um, good European night for them. Um, not such a great European night. Or... I do also want to before we move on. I guess yeah. it'll tie in. I, I can say it after the next game too, because it'll tie in. All right. I, I was gonna. I was gonna go to Levski and Frankfurt. Yeah, this is more of a general um, comment. Yeah, a Fiorentina specific. Frankfurt sports. thought they snuck away with a one nil victory, um, in Sofia, mm-hmm. but a ninety fifth in the last minute of extra time, uh, 
what's his fucking name? Hasimi Fadiga with like a screaming. You're allowed to say that. <laughs> screaming. I'm going to ignore that. Push past a 30 yard effort outside the box. Absolutely laces it into the top corner over a sprawling Kevin Trapp who can do nothing about it. Um, the stadium erupts. It's one of those grounds that has an enormous track all around it and looks like an old, like, Roman antique or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's Fans are so far away, but they absolutely lost their fucking minds. Players lost their minds. There was, like, a player on the ground, like, weeping or something. It was, it was ridiculous scenes. Um, and probably the moment of the year for Levski. Um, that was probably the best moment I saw on Thursday or the whole week um, in the competition. And probably the best fan reaction too. It was really cool. Um, so Frankfurt should still be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one concern is they didn't, they didn't create very much in this no, game, which is a little bit of a concern. They seem like they're but... just gonna score and then chill for the for the second half. And then mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Levski didn't create all that much, but you never know in this, you gotta be careful. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a little taste of European magic, so maybe they'll be maybe they'll have their heads screwed on a little tighter on next week. Yeah, hopefully so. Uh, it, they're a team that I want to watch in this competition as well because I mm-hmm. think they can do well. Uh, I guess really the only big concern then is if Kola Mwani stays. Yeah, know, obviously you got rumored they got all a week summer. To keep them basically yeah. been rumored all summer. PSG's seems like it's building a little bit of like steam. Yeah, I'd be a little surprised at this point but... though because they have Gonzalo Ramos now. I don't know. Yeah, and it's just I you're gonna have to pay a lot because he not a lot of you time have to, pay to replace. A lot. Yeah, not a lot of time to replace Cole Mwani. Um, but if he stays, Frankfurt should be top seven. Well, I was going to say one of the favorites for this competition. But yeah. If, oh, he, if sure. he goes, yeah. I think they definitely drop behind Fiorentina and Aston Villa. Oh, huge loss in yeah. terms of uh, expectations in this competition. Huge loss. Um, but this brings me back to the point I was going to mention with Fiorentina. But you know, these first road games for a lot of the bigger teams, I feel like that's where we see a lot of these slip ups. I mean. Mm-hmm. It's almost always or at home in some cases. Yeah, at home. But I feel like at home, you usually find a way to like Mm -hmm. get something out of the game. Mm -hmm. And both these times, like Fiorentina, Frankfurt, they really didn't get anything out of the game. They didn't look very good. Uh, I think there's just something about having to go away for the first time in a European game for the season can be really tough. We see it at every level, right? Europa League qualifiers, Champions League qualifiers. That first road game can often be the hardest. Mm -hmm. For big teams, and they typically seem to bounce back. So I'm not too concerned about Frankfurt, too concerned about Fiorentina. I'm much more concerned about Osasuna and yeah. Azed. Scary for Osasuna. Mm-hmm. Very scary. And even a little bit more concerned about Lille. Because Rijeka's not going to be a super easy place to go. They they did dominate the game, to be fair. So, like, not that concerned, because I think mm-hmm. they're a substantially higher quality team than Rijeka, but... Had some chances. Goal. Yeah, and needing a goal in the 89th minute in order to win 2-1 mm-hmm. is not a great sign for Lille, but... It's not a good formula. No, especially having them go away to a mm-hmm. team that you know can get you on the counter, a team that you know can hold out for a really long time at home. So it could be tough for them. Yeah. Well, credit to Lille, though, for starting, you know, a 20-year-old Icelandic kid and a 24-year-old Kosovoan. As their two attacking wingers, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, very very French league of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's they 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 fucked around a little mm-hmm. bit today. Um, then uh, they were a little fortunate to to get the winner. Um, and yeah, I mean, it wasn't like Rijeka had like one chance. They had like, they had a, I think five shots on target, and you know pressured them at times mm-hmm. on the counter. So it's it's definitely a yeah, scary that, that proposition counter... that play. I would imagine that's a place that'll have a rock and home crowd yeah. uh, for a once a year type of event for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Should we um, run through the Yeah, other? I want to rattle. Let's rattle off a couple other interesting results. Mitchell in three, Legia three. Uh, this was a banger. Back and forth, lots of goals, lots of fun attacking play and limited defense. Um, that's on a knife edge for sure. Um Sepsi two, Bodo Glimp two. Mm-hmm. Um, two penalties for Sepsi. Sees them get a home result. Bodo, though, will feel probably okay coming back north. Um, Hearts one, Pauk two, probably the end of the road for Hearts here. 
Yeah, Cal um, should I think be favorites to take it in the second leg, but you know, Hearts just not a lot happened. Hearts just need a one goal win. Yeah, that's all they need, and that sense the game. Well, and like yeah, yeah. Yeah, Balkani, one of our favorites last year, seems almost a sure thing to be back into the into the group stage next year, beating uh beat Borisov four one. Yeah, Borisov not having a great year in the Belarusian league, and no, they didn't have obviously they, they got kind of run around. Yeah, Belarus is not a nation that has been doing well over the last <laughs> yeah. few years in really any aspect of it, but. I'm surprised they're even allowed to be in the competition. Same. I kind of thought they'd be banned. I thought they'd Russia, be banned, since, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're actively supporting the war effort. But yeah. we're not UEFA, so we don't get to make those decisions. Yeah. Uh, Gens 2, Apoel nil. Gank 2, Gank 2, 1. Adama Demispor it took a 93rd minute winner for Gank to win this one. Um, Max, do you see who uh, Adana Demispor's left winger is? No. Nani. No way. Yeah. The Nani? The Nani. He's not uh, still on Orlando? Of Orlando City fan. Why is he not on Orlando? Well, because he went to Venezia and then uh, Australia. I forgot and he now went to back Ven- to Turkey. Did he even play it for Venice? Like he went to Melbourne? Yeah. Dude, this guy's just going on like a world tour. Yeah. Whatever. Respect. Um Maccabi Tel Aviv 4 1 NK Kelya. <laughs> no surprise there. Uh uh what's next what's next a little bit uh, of surprise was feral costanta over hjk i mean it's just hard to judge these like mid-table teams that break into europe is. from smaller relatively smaller leagues but pretty comfortable win too mm-hmm. yeah. hjk was was pretty you know made the group stage last year mm-hmm. but hjk you know the artificial turf tough yeah. to go play there on yeah, the road yeah. you never it's, know you never know uh San jose Dinamo Kiev 2-3 Besiktas. That's a 95th minute winner for the Turkish side. This was a really exciting one, too. Lots of good goals. You know who came off the bench for Besiktas? Your mom. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. So, yeah, my mom. Your mom. I did not realize you moved there this summer until you just said that out loud. That's fun. It was also fun discovering that Vincent Abubakar plays for Besiktas. Yeah. Uh, He's somehow only 31. And FOMOP has its value at $0.75 million. Good luck with that. Mm-hmm. Um, he did score today on a penalty, so I shouldn't hate. Um, yeah, don't hate. Yeah, don't hate. Uh, Zalgaris, nil, Fenerbahce, four. Uh, both teams that we followed in the group stage last year, I think a little bit unfortunate for Zalgaris here. Um, they don't think they got beaten quite as badly as the stats suggest, but once they took a red card in the 63rd minute, they started letting in goals, and this tie is over. Yeah, I mean, Adama Traore, not that one, <laughs> and Marquinhos, not that one, or the other one. <laughs> Both look really good. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to see Frank Barros back in. They have some really talented players. Mm-hmm. Tobol one two Victoria Pilsen. Uh, this one was about on a knife's edge here um, until Pilsen took a two nil lead in the ninetieth minute only to be dragged back to 2-1 from a total penalty. Tobol keeps themselves in the tie mm-hmm. and will probably feel a little unlucky that he can get something out, more out of this. I game. think this is a huge result for Pilsen because yeah. going to Kazakhstan can be really tough. Yeah, it's, if you could make, if you even find if it. If you can even get there. Some people don't even know how yeah. to find it on a map. Yeah. Um, I, and aren't able, aren't sure how they can even get there. Well, I think the real problem is that not everybody has maps. Not even, not everyone has maps. Yeah. Um, if you don't get that reference, just yeah. Google uh, Miss Universe maps. Not ever, not every judge name has maps. Yeah. <laughs> um. Finally, let's close out with another Kazakhstani side. FC Astana. One, nil, Partizan. Um. And this was a dominant performance from Astana to only get one goal out of it. Yeah, this was one of those ones I had no idea what was gonna what like to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, and could be the exact inverse on that in the. I think return, it, it like, could be. It could. I mean, twenty shots to six, seventy-four percent possession. Yeah, it's a weird thing about some of these corners to three. Some of these out there, yeah, out there ties. Um, although you did leave, I think one tie unmentioned was FK Kruga and Krithablik, which yes, uh, puts how could I? the Icelandic team won on the road against Struga in Macedonia, Pretty and cool. now they get to go home. another good uh, Nordic victory. For this Are week. they considered Nordic? I would count up as Nordic. Yeah. Not not Scandinavian, not Scandinavian but Nordic. But Nordic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but they I are Iceland, Faroe Islands, all the Norway, Sweden, Denmark. Yeah, Finland. Finland's Nordic, but Finland's Scandinavian too. Are they? Scandinavia is. I thought I don't the think three fin- north ones and Denmark. I I'm gonna look up the Nordic Union right now Me because too. Scandinavia. I, don't think, I think Finland's not technically Nordic. Finland, Sweden. Uh, well, maybe not, but it's Scandinavia. Finland, yeah. Sweden, Norway, and Denmark are Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. Some people include like Iceland. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if that's legit. What are the What's the other one? Okay, so there's Nordic. Uh huh. Um, and then Scandinavian. So mm-hmm. the Scandinavian countries are just the three. Norway, Sweden, okay. Denmark, and, and then the, Nordic the Nordics are, are Faroe Islands, Greenland, Iceland, the three Scandinavians, Finland, and this little weird that's island Nor- thing. Isn't that Norway? I think that I don't know, but it's pretty sure that's Norway. It's labeled orange and not red, which is Finland. confusing me. Pretty sure it's Norway. Uh, what are the? There's another flag up there that I. What is? Oh, Greenland. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Svalbard. That Svalbard. Was a, Svalbard that was, is Norway. Yeah, it's an unincorporated area. Yeah, that's what. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Thanks for yeah, that was following us there. But yeah, Iceland was um, has never had a team in a group stage, right? So Bertha Blake will have gone all the way from the first Champions League round to a group stage. Pretty awesome. They were in the preliminary round, and I think they would be the first team to ever go from the preliminary round to a group stage of any yeah. kind. So that's a really just crossing off crossing off uh, achievements. Yeah, we're going to be down third to... year of the Conference League. I want to say five or six countries that have never made a group stage at this point. Mm. Then, so all right, be, you know we can keep yeah keep tabs keep on that. Them keep an eye. Let's yeah. see who ends up being last. <laughs> it'll um, be San Marino. It'll be San Marino. It's always San Marino. San Marino may never make a group yeah. stage, um, um, but if Faroe Islands can do it, then San Marino I mean, probably can. Yeah, they're uh, substantially smaller, which is crazy. And yeah, but whatever. we should say I do want to mention one thing before we do <laughs> quick. Me. Maybe some like hot button predictions for next mm-hmm. round. Uh, of the four teams that made the semifinal last year, mm-hmm. West Ham obviously go right into the group stage of the Europa League, but Basel eliminated. Fiorentina losing in the first leg of the playoffs. Azed are on the road, on the knife's edge. Yeah, of elimination. So we could have zero teams from the semifinal mm-hmm. in the group stage this year after three of them qualified for qualifiers, which would be. Absolutely crazy. Shows the turnover a lot of these teams go through, but also just how tough it can be to make the group stage when you're dropped into a Yeah, when you have these random – yeah, that's what's so great about the playoff round. These that, that They're just randomized. These select, and you, you can end up playing the second strongest team. Mm-hmm. The, you know, it's just how it is. It's great. Yeah, should we do the some, randomness? some yeah, real quick let's predictions? Let's do it this way. Why don't you say, is there anybody in the Europa League who you expect – will turn around their tie. Yeah, that was actually what I was going to suggest yeah, as well. Yeah. So um, turning around the tie, I don't know. I mean, okay, I think Eris Limazol, they're good. losing to Slovan Bratislava. Mm-hmm. I think they can turn that around. Definitely. That is probably the only one I really see turning it around. Um, yeah, on that, what's your, do you have any that you think can turn it around? Uh, I think Hacken. Uh, even I mean, oh yeah, they, well, I was gonna drew. ask independently. Yeah, I'm they drew two two. I think I'll I think I'll lean. Ha- I want to pick Aberdeen. I'm gonna lean Hacken. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sparta Prague maybe. Um, even though they had a shit game, you know sometimes it's weird with home and aways at this stage. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I agree. I agree with you about Aries. I also think Lugano can. Okay. Uh, Lugano looked pretty good. Yeah, I'm just um, not ready to say Union can. Yeah, I'm not ready to say that either. That's more of a, I think Union are pretty solid versus I don't think Lugano are good enough. It's my Union bias. I just don't want them to do. I just want them to do well. Um. All right. Let's Um, talk about the two. So you mentioned you think Hawken. I also am leaning Hawken. 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 Probably Hawken. Hawken. Yeah. I'm also leaning them over over Aberdeen. Uh But in Scotland, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Uh. And then what about let's ride Sheriff baby and Key. I'm riding Key. I'm riding Key. I'm riding Key. We have to keep riding key. We have to keep riding I want key. them and Liverpool to be in the same group. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. It's our job. I want to see Mo Salah play at the Faroe Islands. Oh, dude. <laughs> Just them playing that level. Not even not even Liverpool, but like the caliber of team. That would be would be so amazing. It'd be amazing. Or Jose Mourinho's complaints oh, would be my God. legendary. Oh my God. Um All right, let's go conference league. Get himself suspended for the away match yeah. so he didn't have to go. Conference League, anyone you think is turning around the first leg result uh, with the partisan and North? No, I was gonna uh, say with the exclusion of any top five league teams. 
uh, HJK because of t- artificial turf. Okay. I'm no other you. reason. I'm with you on that. No other reason. As well. uh, I um, think Fiorentina will. Yeah, I know you said excluding top five teams, but I think Fiorentina will. Gonna... Um, I could see Adana Demisport doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they were the ones I was going to yeah. mention. I think going to Turkey is tough and Demisport have a much more solid. Gank. Yeah, I also don't trust Gank. I don't, I don't know I don't why. Trust I don't know why I don't, I don't trust like him. I don't trust him. I, I, it's not that I don't like them. I, I don't just like don't them. trust them. I don't like, I don't like that I don't trust them. I think Demerspor are a better team than most people realize as well. There's a lot more depth in these Turkish teams than there was even a few seasons ago. Mm. Um, all right. And for the big nations, you think Fiorentina turn around? I agree because we've seen them do it mm-hmm. like eight times sure. in this competition. Uh, but what about Osasuna? Can they turn it around? Uh. I'm gonna say no. Also gonna say I no. want them to. I want that. I want to see yeah. them. I want to cover them. I know. And this is like, I no, like, nothing against Bruga. I like Club Bruga. I think yeah. they're a fun team to watch. But just for the differences of it, yeah, it's something new. Um, it would be wouldn't be ideal for Spain mm-hmm. either on a on a coefficient it's standpoint if they no. lose a team this early. Um, yeah, this will actually be these could be really really huge ties, especially since Astonville look like they're gonna cruise through. Uh. For the three teams in the other top four nations, like now that the top two nations get that extra spot in the Champions League, mm-hmm. getting a team to the Conference League final or winning it could be the difference in yeah. how many Champions League teams you get. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's it's really. Right. I think the this could format is change. Well, not changing, but expanding. Yeah, this uh, could be huge. I mean, Fiorentina yeah. picked up almost twenty coefficient points last year, just reaching mm-hmm. the final. Mm-hmm. And if they put up a zero. Italy would have dropped from second place to fourth in coefficient. Yeah. So it's big deal. Yeah. They all count. Um I'm also I think I think Lille is gonna get a scare. I agree. I think Lille could lose. I think they could lose. I think they're gonna get a scare and just about bullshit their way through. That's right. my prediction. I'm gonna say they lose. I think Love the uh, not having them titty, not having Giallo is gonna be tough for <laughs> titty. I know. Uh is gonna be tough for their back line. The problem is the listener can't separate uh your honest opinion with your anti-french bias so no it would just be super french <laughs> for them to lose as well it would but it would Chago Jallo is a starting center back for them um titty was brought in to be a starter and having both those guys out reka on the counter attack i think they can do it i agree they i think they can too and then they won't partizani astana another one keep an eye on that sure astana were dominant but partizani at home totally different team than yeah on the road Let's go through the let's go through the ones that are leveled then. Mm-hmm. Levski going to Frankfurt. Any uh, chance for them? I there's always a chance, you know, like we say, any given Thursday. Any given Thursday. Full credits. Probably not this Thursday. Yeah, not this Thursday. <laughs> Frankfurt should take that one. Can what about Sepsi going to Bodo? I think Bodo take that. I don't think Bodo give away silly penalties again. I don't I think they just had trouble on the road, but Michelin going to Warsaw. That's topper. Yeah, it is. I I, I like Legia here, uh, just because the the home app, the home edge, the home atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I might be with you. Like it's tight though. I this is either. a really tight. Could go either way. Tie. I could also see either team winning like three nothing. So for six more goals, that would be fun. Yeah. Um, um, I think I'm just gonna go with Michelin to be different from you. Sure. So there's a little conflict. Yeah, here. I like that. Yeah. And finally, how about uh Alkmaar going to Norway to visit, uh, the holders of the Norwegian Cup, Braun. Where is Braun in Norway? How far north are they? It's not that far north. Uh, then I'm taking Ozzed. south. I'm taking Ozzed then. Yeah. If they were really far north, I would take Braun. Yeah. Oh, they're in, they're in Bergen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, south, that's, south. that's mild. Yeah, yeah. 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 Very mild. Ozzed can definitely win there. It's a short flight, too. Yeah, if they had to go way up north. It's not far. If they had to go, like, way to the top in Norway yeah. to play this. They could fucking swim there from the Netherlands. Yeah, yeah it'd be... Well, not from Alkmaar, but might tire them out. If they went to the bit. coast, they yeah. could Um Yeah, I think I'm gonna take Braun here. Okay. I'm yeah. pro Braun. All right. Uh, well, there you go. They should have won today, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not should have. They could have won today. Um, or Thursday. Whatever day it is. It's Saturday. It is Saturday. It's Saturday. We used to record Thursday, so that's why I said it's a little today. confusing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it changes hard. Um yeah, is that the podcast? Did we do a I podcast? Think that's a podcast. I think, I think we, did, we another did, podcast. A, did a whole podcast. I think we did another podcast. Yeah. Um. Oh wow, West Ham's beating Brighton three one too. Real time. Okay, West Ham. Yeah, James Ward. Okay, Prowse. James Ward Prowse. I was very critical of the James Ward Prowse. Up three nil. I don't. I didn't super love him as a. What's the? Wait, a, wait, wait, scroll down. Scroll down. I want to see his stats. 
but and you all this is not getting cut out we're listening to this yeah please. everybody's listening to this let me i want to see the xg xg 2.8 yeah hammers okay the west ham's back baby yeah Look out, your Europa League. I love this is actually relevant because they're in the Europa League. I love how they've replaced Rice. Two Europa League teams right yeah. here. Edson Alvarez, I think it's I love be Edson really Alvarez good is signing. such an awesome signing. If they get kudos over the line, I think uh-huh. that's a great signing. Yeah. And suddenly then, they're looking pretty spicy. Yeah. And James Ward Prowse, I don't super love as an outfield player, but his free kick ability and that's it, what they're best makes at it work. They're best at attacking corners and free kicks. Yeah. It's so perfect fit. It adds a lot to their game. And I yeah. think putting him next to Alvarez and Kudos covers like yeah. masks the things he's bad at yeah. and allows his pace and stamina to be useful yeah. in that midfield as well. Suddenly so, suddenly West Ham don't look so bad. It uh, could be more difficult if Paqueta does if he, get, yeah, if he gets so bad for the rest of his century. career. Yeah. Um, this is relevant because Brighton and West Ham are Europe League teams. Mm-hmm. So we'll circle back to them uh, once we're in the group stage. Yeah, and likely reference this game as well. Indeed. Um, until then... Uh, Cheers, Cheers to, to the gapper. Which gapper are we choosing? Oh God, we got to plan these in advance better. We really do. Um, why don't we say we could say we already did key. Let's wait until see if they win next week to do a repeat of that. Yeah, should um, we do um the new Club Brugge coach who pulled the upset? Could, could do the new Club Brugge coach. We could do. Um, I think he's. In. We I do the Rapid Vienn coach. We could do um, Braun. You know what? Let's do the let's do the Rapid VN coach because I feel like gonna lose there's a chance week. we have. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like there's a better chance that we have. We're not going to give them. He's not going to get it next week. So. <laughs> um. So that's Zoran Barisic is uh-huh. the Rapid VN coach. So good job. Cheers, Zoran. Good job, Zoran. You got your team to one shot on target and a one nil victory. Uh, we love you for it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you're not a terrible person. Hopefully, you're. He got a yellow card too. Yeah. Uh, you know, he only made one appearance for the Austrian national team in oh, 1999, wow. which is still a very impressive feat. His, From Vienna, uh, played for Rapid Vienna. He's come back. His last head coaching job was at Olympia Ljubljana, mm-hmm. and he was there for all of three months, yeah. <laughs> three and a half games, months, sixty percent win. And then got fired. Yep. Uh, before that, he was at uh, he was at Karak Bookspor for six months and then coach and coach rapid vn from april 13th 2013 to june 2016 that is great wikipedia rapid vn rapid vn is basically his only job mm. and here he is on the precipice of knocking out mighty fiorentina that would be cool we cheers to you needs that we go cheers to you zoran barisic probably the first and last time enjoy yeah. it my friend see you next week